What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. The podcast where we dive deep into self-development and how to implement more of it into our daily lives. My name is Gina. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have met many other women in their 20s sharing the same struggles as me. I figured it was time to get raw about what it's like navigating life at this age. Half figured out, half hot mess. Get ready to embrace your inner strength, defy expectations, and step into your power. It's time to conquer imposter syndrome and become the unstoppable force God has created you to be. No matter what life throws at you, there's nobody better than you for this journey. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. Um, my name's Gina, and I am your host for this wonderful show. As I go with this podcast, I'm having like more and more fun. Still trying to get used to feeling comfortable sitting in front of a mic and really just talking to myself. But as I mentioned in the last episode, there is a level that is sort of therapeutic. And I don't know, all week I was just getting excited and writing down some ideas and things that I want to talk about. And it's like figuring out where I want to start because I just feel like I have so much to say. Little update in my life in this past week, I uh, sadly fell off of a seesaw last Sunday. I'm talking like the old school teeter-totter on the playground. I was there. My whole family was there actually. Um, that's you know, my two brothers, my mom, my boyfriend, uh, my sister-in-laws were there and me and my boyfriend decided to get on the teeter-totter and I don't want to gaslight, but it is definitely his fault that I fell and we were going back and forth. And you know, when the teeter-totter goes down, you just expect that it's going to go back the other way. Well, he did not go up right away. He stayed at the bottom. Do you know what I mean? And so I (laughs) sadly in a very unathletic way, lost like the brace in my core. And I just absolutely matrix 360 the air and landed flat on my back. Um, so it is very funny, but sadly I seem to be dealing with uh, a slight back injury now. So that's been a little bit hard mentally for me. Um, but I'm trying to see the positives here. I have been very fortunate. I've actually never had a back pain severely um so i think it's just really scary when you deal with it for the first time it seems that it may be like into my sciatic so i'm not sure if it's a pinched nerve or my disc or what i'm hoping it's just like trauma to my back and there's just some internal bruising and inflammation and i'm hoping that a few more visits with the pt and it should uh it should hopefully be getting better slowly but I definitely can't lie. It's been a mental struggle not being able to lift the way I want to. I feel very limited by just overall my range of motion, um, having to be super careful with, with everything I do and having to be patient. That is something I struggle with extremely. So my takeaway with that is I'm trying to change my perspective and see this as a great learning opportunity for me to then be able to help other people, AKA my clients or yoga students that 
have or are dealing with some type of back issue um, because I think I've, I really am learning a lot about how to go about this and I think it's going to make me feel more confident moving forward how to help someone else. So that's my loss and win for the week. And today for the episode, I want to talk about losing friendships as an adult. And I want to talk about this because it's something that I think in the last three years I've really struggled with um, accepting. And I think it's been so hard for me because there gets, it comes a point where you, you ask yourself when you do lose friendships, like, you know, you want to take ownership and be self-aware. So I'm like, okay, is it me? You know, cause I, I think it's fair. I think you have to go inward. Our natural reaction is to, um, be the victim of course. But at the end of the day, if a friendship ends for whatever reason, you have to be okay with their perception being a certain way about you. That maybe isn't your truth, but we can't control how other people see us or be that we did do something kind of shitty and we have to try to be better than that moving forward. So I'd say in the last three years, I've probably, I've had three friend breakups, two really close friend breakups and one close friend breakup. And when it first happened, again, it was that feeling of like, maybe I am this person and it really like would trip me out and cause me to really, really overthink really everything about myself. And I don't think it was until I changed my perspective about it that I could see it in a different way and see it in a more positive light. So there's different reasons why a friendship might end. One of them can just be, again, by lifestyle change. So we evolve. The things that we value and prioritize change. We get new jobs. Our family dynamic changes. Our personal interests change. You name it, it happens. And that can result in growing apart from friends who don't align with that lifestyle. I think that's the most like peaceful way to not be friends. Like you could still send someone let like love and light and want the best for them, but understand that you just, you know, maybe for both of you, it's just not worth that extra time you do have to have a friendship. That's okay. Sometimes I think it's due to personal growth. And when we go through things that change us as people, again, it just, it doesn't align with those certain friends. And if that friendship isn't serving your personal development, then there's really, I mean, you're not obligated to to keep friendships. I think that's something I really struggled with for a long time. And it just became something that was honestly draining me, like draining my battery to try to keep these connections that were just not doing anything for me. And I think once you accept that part too, it makes cutting those friendships off a lot easier. I think that we start to see friendships or we should start seeing friendships as quality over quantity. I think a lot of times in high school by default, because 
we go to school and we're in classes with these people. And then sometimes you end up in college with them. You have a, a bigger uh, community you have a bigger connection to people. And that doesn't mean that you have more support just because there's more people in your network. I think it's good to have good rapport with with people in your network, but I don't think that means you should be considering all of these people your close friends. And that hits for me. I really think, especially in one of the friendships that I said that fell off, I really attribute that to me. Like I'm taking ownership over that because I let this person into my life way too quick and way too fully. Does that make sense? Like way too like I was, I overshared, I put all my trust in this person and I just let too many people into my life sometimes. That's what I've always done. Um, I mentioned in the last episode, I love to talk and I love to talk and make connections with people and it's a blessing in the sense that I feel I do have a lot of genuine connections, but it's also can be bad for me because what ends up happening is I give too many people access to me and I clearly, I can't meet all of those needs. So I'm going to end up letting someone down or somewhere along the line, I'm going to tell, share something intimate about myself with someone who at the end of the day really didn't have my best interest at heart. And then it backfires on me. So I think that's a really big one for me as I get older, understanding that quality of friendships outweighs the quantity of your friendships by a long shot. I think when I think about my future wedding and how many bridesmaids I would have, if you asked me five years ago, I'd have easily 10 girls, which to some people, I mean, it's relative to, to your family size and what you consider as a lot of bridesmaids. But for me now, honestly, I would put put my five core friends in it. And that's not to be like rude to anyone. It's just, I think there's, there's something to be said about friendships that have been consistent to you and that know you. And, and, and I've been very lucky that like three or four of those friends I've known since I was young. Um, but I think it's the people who are on your current journey and support the person you are now. So yeah, I think that's I think that's important to find smaller circles of close supportive friends, people who are going to really champion you and add value to your life. Um and that kind of ties into boundaries. I think setting healthy boundaries is super important not just in friendships, in all relationships. If friendships become toxic, draining, one-sided, it's just healthier to distance yourself for your own well-being. And I've been in that situation too, where something just doesn't feel like, and, and it could it could look different for you, but for me, it's like, if, I'm, if I feel like I have to try, like if I can't spend one-on-one time with you and just fully be myself, then I, I don't know how quality that friendship is. And again, doesn't make them bad bad people. They might feel that way around me. But again, it's it go, ties into that like, well, why put your energy into it if it's 
not really bringing you any value. Like you can very much so have an acquaintance, but you don't need to to draw that into your life. So I, th- I think that's important. I think boundaries overall, and I'm going to say that in a million episodes, boundaries, 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 because setting boundaries ultimately protects your peace. And when you have your peace, we operate from a higher vibration of ourselves. And tying back into what I had said, sometimes new connections become more enriching than the older connections. So who aligns with who you are right now and where you're trying to go. And I heard um, my grandma used to always tell me, I forget exactly how she said, I'm going to butcher this, but like, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you what you do. Basically just saying you are who you hang out with. And I, I mean, I so believe that. And I think it's important to recognize how you want to show up into the world. And it just makes sense. I mean, if you, I forget what the theory is called, but it's, it's basically like if you get a red car or you're looking at red cars and then suddenly you just start seeing red cars everywhere. That's kind of like it is in your friendships. If you are broke and you surround yourself around broke people who lack ambition, you're just going to create more of the same. So I always wanted to be, no, not always, in the last couple of years, I want to be in a room with people smarter than me and richer than me and who have more experiences than me. Because I think when I put my ego aside, I'm like, I want, I want that energy. I want whatever you have to rub off on me. And it does. And just by the way it is, I do think the people that you have in your life naturally hold influence over you, whether you consciously believe that or not. So why not surround yourself around ambitious, go-getting people, especially in something that you want to create for yourself? So that's a big one for me. And I just think self-reflection in general is a good opportunity to weed out some of those stale, stagnant friendships. It allows you to assess what you actually value in a friend because I know there's been times in my life where I've expected too much from a friendship, if that makes sense. Like I expected, maybe I expected them to be accessible to me at all times or um, to always like be on my side or have the right thing to say. But I don't think that's the value of a friendship. I think a good friend is going to check you when you need it, champion you when you're down, right? Like they want to be encouraging and they, they celebrate your wins with you as well. And sometimes we don't want it. We want to be around people who validate us and allow us to stay comfortable. But I, again, I don't think that's a high value friendship. I think you have to shift your mindset about that because again, I mean, what we allow will just continue. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So if you, if that's how you feel, like if you do feel a little bit stuck or you feel like you're lacking that um, support, then I would encourage you to do a little bit of self-reflecting. I'm not saying it's your friend's fault, but I would say there is a level to it of what you allow into your life. You're just going to create more of it. So you have to, you have to decide what are you willing to tolerate? 
How can you invest your time into meaningful relationships that are going to be mutually beneficial? So with all of that, I think it's natural for friendships to come and go while you're in adulthood. And I think it's important to remember that it's also possible to maintain lifelong friendships as well. Again, I have four or five really close friends to me who, and, and let me just emphasize this as well. They are very close friends to me, but that does not mean I talk to them all the time. And that's totally okay. I have one friend, she has two daughters and um, a husband and a house. And she's just on a different life path than me. And I love that for her. But I know that at the end of the day, if I need her, she's going to be there for me. I've known her since I was five years old. And the same is for me as well. We don't live in the same city anymore. And I probably haven't seen her since her wedding last year. But it it just doesn't matter to us. That's a high quality friendship. Because I mean, now granted, I'd love to talk to her a little bit more than I do. And that that just goes on setting the time to do it. So in that sense, like, yeah, of course, there can always be more effort towards it. But knowing that that's a friendship that I have, something that's low maintenance, we both understand that we're busy, but we still want the best for each other. And again, I know at the end of the day, if I needed her, she would be there and vice versa. And we absolutely have been with each other through some really, really really crazy things. And for that, I, I really, I love our friendship. And that's, that goes to be said with, with a few of my friends. It's not something that we have to talk every day. Maybe we check in some people I talk to more frequent than others, but maybe that's just sending a text and saying, hi, thinking of you let's set up a FaceTime call soon or drink soon or whatever. I do think it's nice to go out of your way and make that effort. If you're thinking about someone, you should tell them because we know life's short. Life is too short. And if someone's on your mind, then you should reach out to them. If there's a friendship that you're not on speaking terms with and again, every situation is different and it's dependent on you and your boundaries, but if you think that it's something that should be resolved or could be resolved, be the bigger person. When in doubt, be the bigger person. It's so annoying to hear and it's so hard to apply into your own life. But I know, and you probably know, just by living life that it pays off in the end to be the bigger person. So if that's you, if you're the person that, that needs to reach out and apologize, then do it. Put your ego aside. Whether it's not for the other person to say like what their response is going to be because you can't control that, but we can control our, our narrative. So I think if that's something that you know in your heart is the right thing to do, then you should do that. I think the key to prioritizing relationships that align with your values and your goals is letting go of the friendships that do not. I I mean, that's the moral of this. Bring people in your life who add value. Eliminate the people who don't. It's really quite simple. Um, So going back to those friendships that I had had talked about, 
you know, I think what, what made me mad or what I stuck onto for the longest time was being frustrated that they had an idea of me in their head that I firmly don't believe is my character. But again, we can't control that. People are always going to, whether they're strangers or people you know now, have an idea of who they think you are. You have to be secure enough in yourself and know for certain who you are for that not to affect you. Now that's, again, not to say that you can't also mess up because I have messed up and there have been ways that I probably didn't show up as good of a friend as I should have. And again, that's something that I've recognized in myself and maybe I could apologize for that, but you can't apologize for living in your truth and that's okay. I don't wish any ill will to those those few individuals. And I know everybody goes through their own things. We oftentimes think we're the main character of everybody's life. And the matter of fact is we're just, we're not. Because everyone's too consumed with their own crap. So I actually saw a TikTok about that last night. It was, it was really good because... I've obviously been very nervous to publicly share that I've started a podcast and for people to check it out. And I, you know, this podcast, or I'm sorry, this TikTok kind of encouraged me because he was saying, listen, everyone's going to die. Everyone is going to die. And that should excite you because truthfully, why do we hold on to so tightly how other people see us? When it literally does not matter. And again, everyone is so worried about how they, sh- how they look to other people that we don't even see other people. I mean, think about it. When you post a story on your Instagram, let's be honest, you probably watch it a thousand times. Or you probably creep on your Instagram profile a thousand times. Because I do it too. And we go on it and we think, how would this person, how do I look to the world? Is basically like we treat ourselves as like a brand and we should, there, there is a level to it. Like for me personally, yeah, I want to create this brand being a fitness coach and a yoga instructor and just overall wanting to show that I care and am passionate about what I do and, and that is health and fitness. But I think when we get to the point where it's so consuming that we lose that authenticity, it's just not worth it. Because I think when we are our most authentic selves, that's when we're going to attract the right people who are meant to be in our lives. I think we need to like let go of the resistance of losing some friendships or relationships that were meant to, to be done a long time ago. And I think if you are able to make these little shifts, then you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the ebb and flow of your life and you should celebrate that as well because it means any rejection really not just even in friendships but any rejection just means there's something better for you there's something that God is redirecting you to because that's gonna be what builds your character and essentially make us the people we were meant to be so Again, I think the biggest takeaway from this is when a friendship ends, 
I do think it's important to reflect, understand where you could have been better. And there is always a level of ownership because even if you don't intentionally hurt someone, the fact is you still did. And I think acknowledge that, but then we move on from it. We do the best we can every day, keep showing up and know that you're on the right track just because someone else doesn't see that in you or you've made a mistake in the past. You have to give yourself some grace and trust the process and trust that if it's meant for you, it's going to be in your life. And if it's not, then thank God for that redirection. So keep doing you, keep showing up, keep getting better and keep trusting the timeline of your life. Trust that where you are right now is exactly where you're meant to be. And that if it's not meant to be in your life, you have to trust that God will take it away in the right time according to his plan. So that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Rate the podcast and uh, leave a review below. Share this with anyone else who you feel may be impacted by a very similar situation. As you head into your week, as you head into your day, no matter what comes your way, who better than you?